The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Good morning, guys. Today is Tuesday, a beautiful day here in Oxnard. I am joined by Nick Inman, David Hellman, and we have upgraded Derek's position to Mr. Nate Newton. If you guys don't know who this guy is, then you should know. Yeah. What about, Google it. What about Google the king? Google me. <laughs> I mean, what an episode we've got. We've got Nate and the king. Well, see, has shown well up. you see, uh, uh, Dave just could not help it today. <laughs> he felt threatened by Nate's no, appearance never. here today, and he didn't want Nate to steal the show, and he decided to go all out with the Le- <laughs> Le- LeBron it's James. A- Lakers jersey. It's a beautiful morning in in the LA area. We got a morning practice, and I just felt like repping the goat, the best basketball player ever, LeBron James. You don't need your badge on today. Oh crap! It's I really forgot messing about up. My, your nah, it's fine. <laughs> I'll throw it over my shoulder. You're messing up your Cedric Sabalos jersey. And uh, if you guys can't see, obviously you can't really see. That's He's wearing some shorts with like zebra prints. These are my zoo, these are my Zubaz shorts. Uh, my LSU yellow. Zubaz shorts. Stand up. Wait, wait. <laughs> Nobody's watching anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, People okay. listen. Needless to, to say, he, he looks very... Um, Rob Phillips told me yeah. he'd buy me dinner if I wore this. So, cool. he's the easiest dinner I've ever made. Awesome. There you go. I would wear this anyway. Okay, well, let's get right into the show. Uh, we're going to be doing a 40-minute show today, cutting it a little bit short, since the Cowboys will be doing a morning practice today, padded practice, supposedly, and then the walkthrough will be this afternoon. Yesterday was kind of somewhat of a not really boring practice, but we kind of slowed down a little bit from what we are used to seeing, maybe getting the boys a little tired at this point. And anyways, just real quick, some news. Randy Gregory, he was on pads and dressed up in uniform. He didn't really do anything, like, you know, yeah, part of the Yeah, just individual. Team. That's all he just yeah. Well, he looked perfect model. If you want to see what a football player should look like, right. you know, you should put him in back at the star with the other guys because he would look perfect in his uniform. Oh, back in the mannequins? Yeah, back in the mannequins. With the so what <laughs> is Those the mannequins point? have done more than he has yeah. those last two years. So, <laughs> For I mean, real. Hopefully we can start actually doing something. So, so what, yeah. what, what is the point of getting him in pads and throwing him out there but not necessarily doing those kinds of things with the team. Um, I, I think you just don't want a guy that hasn't done anything for two years to rush back out there, and then all of a sudden that, that just screams hamstring injury right off the bat. So they're trying to be cautious with it, but at the same time, he does need to, to kind of show them what he can do. They've been very patient with him, and so, like, why change it now? You're, you're talking about Jason Garrett here, who is a coach that's so meticulous that he rehearsed the way that they're going to do stretch line for their game against San Francisco. I mean, if he can find a way to rehearse every single thing he's going to. So put him in some pads, get him used to the weight of it and the feel of it, let him do some individuals. What do you, what do you think, though? I mean, you actually, you're the one guy up here that's actually played. You need to get in there and play? If I would agree with that if the pads weighed what I, what, what <laughs> I played. These are, they're not the same pads you wore, nah, are they? No, nah, and, and the thing, he's hitting dummies harder than he's going to hit. These guys individual, right? They should at least have him an individual. 
working. Now, the part hey. I saw was just only he was over there hitting dummies, and those dummies ain't going to give you no more resistance than what uh, one of your teammates are. Now, I understand you may not want to get into the rigors of a one-on-one uh, -on -one pass rush or something like that, but this kid came into camp, and he hasn't bent over yet. And, and you know our training staff will push you. You know our, our weight staff will push you. And they can't make this kid bend over every time. Mm -hmm. Next, next. So you got to give him something besides just standing up looking like a mannequin. Like for the record, I agree with you, but I'm telling like that. That just fits Jason Garrett's mo. It, you know, step by step, meticulous cover every aspect of it before I you agree. try to throw him out there. I, I, I agree. When you say Jason Garrett, yeah, you know how you doing, guys. I mean. 385 straight days of it. Hey, I understand. How are we doing, guys? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on to talk some about the cornerbacks of this team. Cheeto, we know he'd been dealing with some knee injury, and he was back at it again yesterday. Not sure if – I mean, I'm sure the training staff knows what they're doing, but he, he – Ankle or knee? Is I thought it was both? like I thought it was he was knee. wearing a, a little. He had a, he yeah. had a knee wrap yeah. on Sunday. Oh, he he limped off with a little ankle injury, but that was that's not what's been set right. In okay, gotcha. Yeah. He was yeah. wrapped up, but and honestly, to your point, uh, you know, and I'm not trying to question anybody's toughness, but that's just the way this goes. at training camp is guy dings himself up. You want to be careful with him and not compromise him for meaningful reps. I didn't think we'd see Cheeto for at least a week, uh, so yeah. it was. It was great to see him out. I mean, he went through a full practice. He did everything. He looked really good. I guess it was really just a very precautionary thing because I think at the end of the day he missed one practice. So yeah. that's a great sign. Yeah. And now, so I wanted to get into Anthony Brown, who has been uh, talked about these last few days since he's been making interception on back-to-back -back days, consecutive days, and somewhat of a guy that last year didn't necessarily um, – get to the expectations that everyone had of him he dropped a few balls of what could have been interceptions now he's catching some eyes now and i wanted to see with you guys how you guys think that this will affect the hope of having jordan lewis step in we had talked about him maybe taking that role away from anthony brown but as of right now it, it looks like a very uh, it, it's a good problem to have when you have two guys that are really good but just your opinion of how this is going to be. Cornerbacks. Yeah, cornerbacks, Jordan Lewis, Anthony Brown. You know, uh, this, this, is, this is what I call great competition because we started this, this deal before OTAs. We thought that Jordan Lewis would be a starter. Okay, they bring in Jones and knocks him to the, to the slot. All of a sudden you say, okay, Jordan, hey, he's the third guy. Don't worry about starting. Now he's the fourth guy. Anthony Brown and talking to him. What Rashad Christian what is his name? Rashad. Rashad, Rashad is done. <laughs> I'm listening to her and I'm getting her accent. <laughs> so, hey, when you look at these guys, man, he teaches them within what they can do. Uh, he don't teach a, a certain technique that you have to do. Whereas last year they had a certain technique they wanted you to do certain situations. He allows them to play and he tweaks them. That helps guys like Anthony Brown, Kayvon Frazier, uh, to, to mature. And he's found a rhythm because if you look at the first few days of practice on Anthony, uh, on Anthony he didn't look too well. But as the, over the, as the training camps go, you get better 
you get better and not be seeing him third third a corner. Here's and you're not you're not wrong at all. You're absolutely right. But it's you know you tend to think of it from one side is we all expect Jordan to be the starter because of where right. he was drafted. The fans want it. Uh, it's it's this storyline that's like, well, hey, third round pick played well last year. Why isn't he starting? And don't think for a second that Anthony Brown doesn't know that because I talked to him last night. That dude seems mad. Uh, not like not not in a bad way at all. Not in a bad way at all. But he knows that everybody in the world wants to take his job away. Like it it was readily apparent from talking to him. And he was basically he's like, yeah. A lot of people forget that I can play pretty well. Like, and I guarantee you, he also knows he had his struggles last year. But he's looked pretty good in this last week of camp. He's got three picks in the last two days. Uh, he's been he was playing outside for a little bit while Cheeto was out. He's primarily been the yeah. starter in the slot. He, I think his style is is works with Chris Richard because he wants him to be aggressive. But he's not too many guys have the speed Anthony Brown has. He 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 was clocked one and once I think I guess at the combine around four two nine. I mean that's that's speed that that's track speed. So you can you can make you can catch up when you can run like that. So that that allows you to be a little closer and take, take some more chance, chances yes. and risks. And then all of a sudden you get beat by a step or two, you can catch up because you've got that kind of speed. Which I I just it's going to be a fascinating battle because at the end of the day I think they're both capable of doing it. I think they've both had their moments here at camp. Uh, but yeah, to to my point, like a Anthony Brown knows the narrative. I guarantee you he does, and he's gonna. It, it sounds like he's working like hell to to fend that off. It's three guys: Jeff Heath, Xavier Wood, and Anthony Brown. All of them guys, and I've talked to two of the other guys. They feel the same way. They're not mad, but they know that somebody's take, coming to take their job, whether it's a guy on another team, whether it's a guy on this team, they feel that way. And they're competing hard and they're playing fast. And, it, and, and Chris Richard gives them opportunity within this scheme to do what they need to do and take advantage of the speed. We didn't take advantage of Anthony Brown's speed last year by letting him press a little bit, letting him take some chances. But when he messed up, we, should, we, you know, we let the world know it. Yeah, and, and – yeah. I mean, to that point, I think it's great when you have when you challenge the guys and never let them get too comfortable because then once they get comfortable, that's where mistakes start happening. And something really interesting that I thought, uh, Anthony Brown, we know about Sanji Lyles and his little drill that he has the wide receivers the carry those yeah. bricks and basically to work on that grip and straighten those fingers and to me i think it's been working i haven't seen terrence williams really dropping passes so catching the ball and anthony brown decided to pick up the bricks after practice and you know uh do his little work himself and apparently this is a drill that yeah. seems to be working for those hands well, you know anthony brown almost lost the game for him last year when he he had a chance to pick off a pass against the raiders to just secure the win and he dropped it Next play was a pass interference penalty. They were down there about to score and win the game, and then Jeff Heath made the play that he made that goats make. So, sure. but but it, we kind of forgot and kind of let Anthony Brown off the hook. He he's a guy that that yeah he's got this speed that if he could catch at four two nine if you got the speed you'd be playing wide receiver. He said that last night. Uh, you're right. I mean, and it wasn't like it wasn't like the whole DB staff went over there. Like he went and got Sanjay's bricks out of the tent and was just carrying them around on his own and. He's catching balls out here, and I asked him about it, and he was like, I should have had seven picks last year, which I don't know if that's true. I have to go back and look. 
Could have had 2,000 yards by now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I feel like players are always a little more friendly to their stats than, than reality. Oh, but yeah, could have done this. He yeah. definitely could have had three or four. Um, so – if he, it looks like it, it looks like the work that he's doing is translating. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see this carry into was, the preseason. Was that the way that that it was when when you played? Was it like always like, man, we yeah we scored 25 points, 28 points. We could have had 42. I mean, like do you look at it that way? Like you, there's always stuff you know, left on the table. It's always the skill position players that look at it that way because we always mashing and pushing on folks, and we just glad when it's over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you when you when you playing against a, a Jerome Brown or a Reggie White, you know, man, I held Reggie to no sacks. If the game would have went on, I'd have, I'd have really killed him. No, he'd have eventually got a sack. Yeah. So you just let's just get out of here. <laughs> I was thinking about that yesterday. Yeah. It's like all you know, skill players and pass yeah. rushers love to like they all wear hoodies and like Zeke had a. Sl- Sleeveless hoodie right. and a long sleeve right. shirt and like all this crap on underneath. You look at the O line and it's all just short sleeve. Like there's nothing extra. They're like whatever, man. We just Nate, we're gonna block these guys and like I don't need to worry about all. Nate, that you always talk about going up against Reggie and Jerome Brown and maybe Leonard Marshall. You never say anything about like who was playing for the Cardinals or or maybe the Redskins or somebody like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, the guy they Harvey who was EJ Junior was pretty tough. Okay. I mean they, they had some okay. studs. Okay, man. good, good, good. But that guy was the a Hall of Famer corner. You know, uh, I can't think of his name. Aeneas Williams. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's I mean, true. I mean they had they had a few studs. They had Roy Green, but he was at the end of his career. Gotcha. You know, so Jim Hart. <laughs> I don't even remember. Like, I mean, I yeah. I remember it, but not well, that yeah. the Cardinals were even an NFC East team. Oh, yeah. Like, all my memories of well, them are in you the talking, NFC West. What? Brother, How about the playoffs? You talking about a team that will play you deep into the fourth quarter, and then you all you got to do is keep playing and don't make a mistake because they're going to give it I to you. I say they'll find a way to win. In the fourth quarter, they're going to give it to you. <laughs> oh, man. Until the playoffs when they didn't. Nah. Sorry nah. about that. Okay, well, let, let's. Always, I'm sorry. You know what, That's man? what Nick does. It's yeah, fine. I, I, he I'm does just, it to everybody. I'm just, gotta, you got to leave and do something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> that was good. got to so, get on Cardinals break. Um, Nate, you mentioned. <laughs> 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 that was a good one. <laughs> hey, that reminds me. 20 years ago, I know we're about Cardinals to take a break. break. 20, 20 years ago, I'm standing a few pounds less than this. I'm just my first year training camp, Wichita Falls, standing on there's a goal line drill. They do a sweep to the side, and, you know, the pulling guards have got to run. You run 30, right. 40 yards, got to hit somebody. Hit somebody. Not sure there. what happened in the play. All of a sudden, this lineman just comes running here. I'm just standing here kind of out of the way, definitely out of this guy's way, and Big 61 just shoves me for no reason. I'm <laughs> in the media, pushed me, almost went to the ground, and I, like, looked over, and you were just, like, you know, pulling your pants up, like, whatever. <laughs> I hit somebody out here. Hey, so I that was that what, was me. Thanks for doing that. You though. ever, you ever, you know, you see the movies, man, where they have the avalanche, and they just start with a s- snowflake, and all of a sudden it just fills yeah. up. Yeah. And yeah. Boulders. yeah. Uh, hey, that's the t- – <laughs> when a guard pulls around oh. my size back then, and it was training camp, and I was trying to get in shape. So when a flavalanche is on its way – Get out of the way. Get out of the and, way. And I was out of the way, but you just still, you just wanted to shove me. And you I got me. I couldn't stop, man. Yeah. It was a flap of He was using you to slow down. Yeah. You, you got me. All right. On that note, let's take our first break. When we come back, we're going to discuss the safety position, not getting to oh, Earl Thomas. We're going to talk about the guys we currently have right now, Kayvon Frazier and Xavier Woods, when we come back. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. 
You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one of a kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. <laughs> so stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice cold 20 ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas size deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to the break. All right, before the break, we talked about the corners and a few other things. So now we're going to get into the safety. And we don't have to discuss. We always talk about Earl Thomas, a possible trade, blah, blah, blah. But we never really touch on the guys that we currently have. We never go and get into how these guys are looking out here. So Kevin Frazier, we know we had he had a, that whole blood problem. Yes. And now he's back on the field. That sounded funny. The blood problem. That's, that's what that's it was. They, we don't even know what, a, what they a, did not really want to get a lot more specific. That's than that. right. Like that's what could, it was. Like I, I mean, and obviously, like when it's a medical issue, keeping a player off the field, it's going to come out. But you know, I don't think Kayvon really wanted it out there. Didn't want to go into a lot of specifics. I get it. But like on, I right now, I don't specifically know what it was, other than a you know a problem with his blood. So exactly. So. That, that was a good explanation. Um, was <laughs> just say got to eat more vegetables, so figure clotting, you know. Yeah. For yeah. a guy who missed the first week of camp, I've been really impressed with what I've seen from him. Yes, he has. He's mm -hmm. he's been nice. He's been aggressive. He's been up in the box along with Jeff Heath. The guy that's standing in the hole is, is Xavier Woods. I haven't seen him play close up, and I, I I'm not gonna stay on Earl Thomas, but. That's another guy, uh, Woods, that feel like, you know what, everybody's got oh, yeah. me. Got nobody me in yeah. place, yeah. Me and Amber included. Like, right. I'm, I'm not innocent in this. Like, right. nobody is satisfied with that. Right. And, and if I, it would piss me off if I were him. I know that. You know what uh, Broadus brought to my attention was tackling. Will he be back there in that hole, and will he come up and make the right tackle? Will he miss and whiff like he did a few times during the regular season last year. And he, when he's out here practicing, he don't come up and assure me that, you know, he's going to be on top of He always putting a hand out there. He, 
he he better start breaking down and getting on top of people and you know because if I'm looking at it, and definitely Broad is looking at it. Don't you know the, everybody else is looking at it? You know, so he can't whiff. He can't miss any tackles. We've talked about it on this show before, but that's something that scares me about just safety in general is that mm. it's a hard position to evaluate in this setting. Yes, it is. You can make the read a, a ten times out of ten. You know exactly where you need to be, get to the ball carrier. Are you going to make the tackle? I mean, yeah. you're in position out here, and it looks great when you watch it on tape, but are you going to make the tackle? And there's no way to know that until you're playing a real game. Especially when you just just tap in the player. Exactly. Like I said, tap. I mean. And they make those you're noise, and, and they're like, whoo hoo <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. that's, And that's another reason, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reserved on Jalen and, and, and Vanderish because linebackers and safeties, you don't get to know what they are until a game starts. Yep. You know, because they don't get to thump out here and covering a guy, they running behind them a thought. But when you're assigned to a guy and you, you, you got who first got out and you assigned to that guy, you got to get on him because yeah. if you lag like you lag out here, it's a touchdown. Yeah. It, well, so that, I was go just going to ask you about, like, when you played, like, was it was it completely different? Like, you could tell by practice because you guys were more physical or hitting out there. You could yeah, kind of tell. Yeah. You, you can't. Coaches – have a super hell of a job trying to get uh, get a player right because you draft the guy and right away, you know we went we open up our camp with seven on seven. I would me, yeah seven on seven, but it was inside run. It was our five guys offensive line with a tight end and, and a running back versus the front seven, and we would do seven on seven running. But it'd be wide open. It'd be man the first day man you you soaking your hands in. And alcohol, and I'm glad they don't do that now because you don't have enough players to do that, and you would mess up your salary cap. Right. I mean, you would you would blow up hey, your salary cap. Hey, you're still the best uh, former player that I've seen in the last 30 seconds. Yeah. Pretty good player just walked by. Who no is doubt that? about it. Keyshawn. Keyshawn, Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, we're, Keyshawn. We're he, Keyshawn, he's a good player. Keyshawn was a great player for what he does and for who he is, man. But I think uh, I think Mike is here yeah. today too. Yeah. Irvin, I think so. Well, yeah. Nate, you know, <laughs> well, it, it don't matter it, 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 when it comes to skill position players. Yeah, I would prefer to be Larry Allen, and then I'd be like, "Yeah, that's my boy, L.A." Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Crip like, never mind. I ain't gonna <laughs> <laughs> oh, do no. that. Let's try to go and cop to get handled. Hey, you know? hey real that's quick, you know we did a top, lot. we did a top ten list. The, um, when when uh, Zach Martin signed his deal, he signed as a new contract, and we said, hey, who, who are the ten best guards in Cowboys history? And you weren't around when we were, we were doing voting and all mm -hmm. that, and Larry was number one. Mm -hmm. And it came down between you and, and Zach Martin at number two. And he was most athletic. He was most athletic. Who? Uh, Zach, Zach he's, he's more athletic than I was, you know. I think it was Brad Sham said Nate would probably be the first one to say Zach will probably be a little bit better, but we had you at solid number three. I'm, I'm going to okay tell you something, that? bro. It, it, it don't matter, man. It, it, I've been a cowboy since I was 11 years old, 10 years old, and I've seen so many greats, you know, John Nyland, guys like that, you know, Ray Phil Wright, just so many great guys, man, and, and I'm a part of that. So, you know, when people go to talking Ring of Honor, Hall of Fame, I get to work with you guys every day. Y'all notice I, I don't say much because I, I'm living my dream, brother. I mean, not only to be play for the Cowboys, now 
after my career over with, working for the Cowboys, I'm I'm chill all the time. It don't matter who number one, who number two. I'm mate, here. You're I'm here greatest, in the house, mate. bro. You're the greatest. <laughs> I'm here so. in the house. <laughs> you know. Well, uh, it, it's uh. great to have you here, and I just thought you hated me because you're so quiet. But I no, guess not. That's no, just no, I'm, <laughs> I'm living the dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good. Now, I hate that guy there because he's going to run off with this guy here, but he should stay on helm and, you know, the LeBron lookalike. I mean, the Sebedric Bottle. LeBron lookalike. I love that. Okay, well, let's backtrack a little bit uh, before we get into that. You mentioned the linebacker position, Jalen Smith, Vander Esch, a, a position that has been a concern for the Cowboys this season. And I wanted to touch, you said how hard it is to evaluate them, and it is. But how, what would be the best way to, based on what we watch here, to say, okay, how are they really looking, their instincts? Are their instincts there for both of them? Well, I, I, I see Van Der Esch come downhill with the same enthusiasm that Jalen comes downhill. But I see Van Der Esch cover better than Jalen. So, Nate, you know, all Jalen has on him is he's played more games. He's been involved in more games. I would like to see this kid play before, you know, I mean, in the preseason, give him three quarters, let him get play, get tired so he can get ingrained in his mind and he can become instinctive with the, with the scheme. Mm -hmm. We've given Jalen that, not, not 100% being fair to him because last year he, he was behind the eight ball. But this year here, you can't wait. You know, Coach Marinelli and Jason Garrett say uh, – we got room for all three. No, we don't. No, we don't because a, a, a linebacker to me is like a, like a running back. The more they play, the more they see, the more they can play the instincts, the more they can play the scheme. And then they're looking at how the groups that come in, and now they can start making plays. That's what Sean Lee does. So now we're going to say, hey, Sean, you did 35 plays. Let's get you off the field. That don't make no sense. You find one of these hammers, man, and let them nail, nail down the coffin shed, and that's what we got to do. I will say – like that. <laughs> I, I have a hard time following like a six-time Pro Bowler, but I will say that one thing I've noticed, and again, it is hard to evaluate these positions. I'm encouraged by the number of guys who look like they can cover, and I'm yes, not talking yes. about cornerbacks. I'm talking like Lyman. Leighton Vander Esch has made some plays in these last two practices. Uh, Jalen Smith carried Cole Beasley down the field the mm -hmm. other day, which I still can't wrap my head around. Um, Anything that's straight line, this kid can do. Yeah, well, his and speed is coming back. Yeah, Kayvon, yeah. Kayvon Frazier is another one. He, yeah. I mean, we know he can thump. That's what you know about Kayvon. But he has made some plays in coverage that, you know, I'm not ready to say that he's going to be your start. What, what, what you got? You know what I'm going to say though. Earl and Thomas. I, no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm talking about him once per segment. But um, it also means that maybe these tight ends can't get open. Yeah, no, that's that's entirely possible. Now, the only th let me say Beasley, the only. Jason Witten had experience on how to – like I saw a route that even a receiver ran where it was in the red zone. Where I stopped the film and I told Broaddus, I said, Broaddus, if that had been Jason Witten, he would have ran to the inside number of that guy and then broke out to give himself some space. All they need is experience. What did what I found out they can't do, and I thought Jason Witten wasn't very good at this at the end of his career, these dudes can't block. Nobody nope. but Swain. Nope. The rest of them can't block, dog. Nope. No, they cannot. <laughs> Woo! That's, that's scary now. Yeah, but especially when you talk about this offensive line, and this running we, game, it, the the blocking tight end is a big part of it as well. And then we got we, we got Rico Gathers, man. I mean, this dude, a freight train, he only shows up when it's passing situations. 
Please, man. Come on, man. He's he trying to, off the street. He's trying to he's trying to get on, you know, he wants to be on Sports Center. Get those highlights. <laughs> yeah, high yeah, point we, the ball. We're gonna high point him all right. <laughs> man, okay. <laughs> September first. Well, they cut down to 53. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Nate. Man. He got to pick up his game, man. Nate. Well, yeah. so I received a question from Twitter, which uh. brings me back to Rico Gathers and basically saying, okay, if Rico continues to develop and he shows up in the preseason, scores a few touchdowns, gets a few yards, a few receptions, it's looking good. Would you want the Cowboys to take him and trade him Add maybe a fourth round pick or something with him in order to Why get. Why would you trade Earl something Thomas? they may put on the street? When are they going to put it on the street? Yeah, they, they may because they may, don't he have some. Uh, he's going to be like uh, Flowers or whatever his name, 28. Showers. Yeah, Showers or whatever. Uh, <laughs> career. <laughs> See, flowers. Y'all got to excuse me. Y'all, they used to me on my show because. No. If you if you are somebody and doing your job, I know your name no, and your that, number. and that's you know but me. I got I gotta know these names because I gotta yeah, accurately you do, write you them do. down. Yeah. But I'm not a six you time. You can't blame that on like, my accent. Are you nah, no, I, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Showers, Rico. When you gonna be a, a a perennial, a practice squad guy? That don't impress me. What impressed me is if you a Kayvon Frazier, a guy that was. Uh, destined to be on the practice squad, but did everything in his power, no matter what was asked of him. Mm -hmm. He told us on the show that day, I knew my only chance of making this team was special teams. Why Rico don't feel that way? Why he don't feel that way? So does your opinion change when you come and look at the four preseason games and see him being doing well? Like, you know how last – If he tries to block, he'll be better than – than the other two receive other two tight, tight ends, ends yeah. except my man Swain. The other two like guys him. are trying. Schultz is going to get there. He just need development. Then in that case, you want to keep him on the roster. You would want Practice. to practice squad. I mean, what, what do you think? I'm I'm curious. We talked about this a little bit because, yeah. and I hear you. I really do. But if he goes out and has a preseason like he did last year, and you can't deny his ability as a downfield threat. Maybe you try to find a way to hold on to him regardless of the fact that he's a one-dimensional player. And that'll be a challenge for them. And it doesn't sound like something, going back to Jason Garrett being meticulous, that doesn't sound like the type of thing he wants to do. He wants a well-rounded tight end who can do everything. He's been spoiled by having Jason yeah. Witten for the last 12 years or whatever, however long Jason Okay, Garrett's so we're going to have two Rico gathers, the other than being Blake Jarring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rico gathers. We're going to have just two tight ends. Yeah. That no, it's tricky. Came, that ain't going to block. And then we're going to have – one possible rookie that's learning how to block, and then we're going to have Swain. It's, it's so no when way. We go, when we go two tight There's ends. no way that Blake and Jarwin and well, Rico are going to be able to team. Blake Jarwin uh, better. There's no way they can no both way. What if, How do they both make the team? What if, and this is a big if, but what if you could find a special teams role big enough for Rico to where he can make enough of a difference? It's like, all right, you're on field goal team, you're on punt team, and you go in in the red zone. That's all we want you to do. I can deal with that. I mean, I think Jermaine's all the wall. He's but do we have, have an Escobar or somebody here recently? Yeah, there's a guy. No, <laughs> I got. No, I have no pick. faith at all that they can make it work. Okay, yeah. if if it came down to those two, Blake Jarwin and Rico Gathers, we heard the Cowboys talk about Blake Jarwin over and over during the off season. Clearly, a guy that they were 
yeah. supporting and rooting for and trusting. Yeah. If it came down to those two, would you not assume that they would go with Jarwin? I would assume they would, but it will depend on what happens in these games. Because, right. I mean, out here at practice, it's if all we were doing was practicing out here, it would yeah. be easy to cut Rico Gathers. Right, it's right. When he goes up against the Bengals and posts five catches for 80 yards and a there touchdown, you yeah. then you're, yeah. you're having a different conversation. Well, thank God for Looney. Why? I mean, <laughs> I agree, but elaborate. Ends. Oh, well, yeah, for yeah. sure. Looney do the gym, no, jumbo he, he's tight gonna, end. Yeah. He's going to be your yeah. – when you do 13 personnel on the one-yard yeah. line, yeah, he's going to yeah, be in thank there. Thank God for Loon. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we finish the show, I wanted to talk about the nose tackle Antoine Woods real quick, and he's a guy – The human log. <laughs> Nate, come back every day. Man. The human log, Man. baby. This is what Eric does. Just yells right. and fire right. starter. Right. <laughs> so All Derek does is go on other people's shows when you have stars. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you didn't like him joining yep. your show? Nah, he the boss. Uh, hey, <laughs> yeah, come on in. Hey. Come on. Yes, sir. <laughs> He's, he, was he involved in that fight yesterday? I didn't get a good look at oh. it. Uh, Antoine Woods. I thought we were talking about Derek. <laughs> oh, no. Antoine Woods. I don't uh, think so. Yeah, I, he's, I, yeah. He's tenacious is what it I'm trying Brian to say. It was Brian Price, I believe. I like his tenacity, even if he wasn't involved. Well, like so, he's so he's a guy that he came in, no one really noticed him, and a guy that you didn't right there, really actually. expect him yeah. to be doing much. And now he's getting his name known, and he was, in case you guys don't know, he's the guy that dared to punch <laughs> Travis Frederick in the face. So, uh, again, he keeps uh, his name keeps bringing a, uh, shining here and – being brought up, he's just keep showing up. I'm, hey, yeah. I, I'm going to ask you about that because he just keeps showing up. You told me a story last year about a seventh round pick named uh, Leon Lett. Yeah, who when he first got here, he's from a small school. Like, who's this guy? And I'm a pro bowler and all that. And he challenged you. He he, he went after you, and, and I'm sure he earned your respect right away. I mean, that's a, that's what a guy like Woods can do. Yes. you don't have to go punch him guys in the face. But I no. think Travis was yeah. kind of challenging him, and yeah. he was like, "All right, I'm not scared of you. I don't care all your Pro Bowls and stuff. I'm not scared of you," which is a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing, but don't punch him again. No, uh, I yeah. <laughs> this is not to take yeah. not to take anything away from him, but we talked about it. Yeah. This, there's a guy like this every year. Uh, Lewis Neal, Chanel Jenkins, I, uh, Davon Coleman was a guy. Oh yeah. Um, Forgot about old but Davon. It's, but but it, it's a great start. I, carry I, it to the games. But I think what, well, I think the, the difference in him is we we I expect a little bit more from Neal, and, and I'm not giving up on Lewis Neal because. Uh, pass rusher what they wanted was a one technique or three technique that's very very active well this guy is a one technique that's he's active but he's a run stopper and you can't have and i don't care what nobody say you can't have everybody run stopper first that's why we have no pass rushes right you got to have some guys that Mm -hmm. are good at rushing the passer this guy will eat up bodies because he's going to bull, 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 whether it's a run, whether it's a pass, and that's where he's going to be effective at. Just one-dimensional, going to get it, tough guy, eat up blocks. I like it. Again, I mean, that's, hey, playing on Thursday, carry yeah. it to the game. We'll man, see that, bro. Talk to me, LeBron. I mean, Sabalos. <laughs> Sabalos. Yeah. You know, like the, the practices out here are like the regular season, and you know LeBron doesn't care about that. Like, it's about the playoffs. It's about the game. The offs, baby, the offs. It's about when it matters. You got Human log, baby. Antoine Woods, you'll, 64, the human log. You'll do anything for a free meal. Yes, absolutely, 100%. <laughs> so do we have a show tomorrow? 
Yes, uh, yeah. we do. 10 yes. o'clock. Yeah, Nate's joining us again. Yeah. So we'll be back tomorrow. And then. I smell some stinking fit Steeler fans. I smell them. You can smell them a mile away, and they stink. Oh, They're like a youth football team called the Steelers, probably from somewhere you know really nearby. Yeah. They're not the Pittsburgh Steelers. They Sacra got the colors. The Sacramento Steelers. Come on, that is Nate. awesome. Well, tomorrow we'll be back. Uh, I'm gonna go out there and slap them all around. I, I really I'm hope that. Kids, I really bro. hope that that is not the case. I'm gonna dominate oh. me some kids. I promise you that. Oh all right, make God. sure to join in tomorrow. We'll discuss the preview. We'll the give couple. a preview to the game. Nick, uh, go ahead. for Nick Inman, oh, Nate Newton, David Hamlin, I'm Amber Garcia. See you guys tomorrow at 10 a.m. This was Cowboys Break. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about-